Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? Uh, the room is different cookie cutter mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Allison. Oh, hi, Rob. Oh, hi, listeners. We're here to talk about Minute 81 of The Room, in which Peter looks really different and has a different name. Now, I would like to start with a a bit from the Disaster Artist book, in which Greg tells us about Greg Ellery, who is playing Stephen. Into the film walks a character we have never met. We have no idea what he's doing at the party or why he's so unhappy about Lisa's involvement with Mark. Stephen is, in this way, the room personified. You could even say that the room is about Stephen, or at least about Stephenness, A condition in which things happen for no clear reason, to an unknown purpose, at a fascinatingly inopportune time. Stephen completely saves the end of the room by reminding us how weird it really is. A funny story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg Ellery was weird in person, too. He showed up a couple days early on a Harley Davidson, and he would tell people on the set a story about popping a bubble on his leg when baby spiders came out. Oh, what a well-adjusted guy. <laughs> oh, hi, Holly. Hi, Rob. Oh, hi, Allison. Hi. And first line of dialogue for the minute is Lisa saying, I love him. I love him. I love him. And Steven says, I don't, I don't believe, believe it. it. And Mark gets to say one of the best things ever. You don't understand anything, man. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Mark. And and then Mark disappears from this the scene, and I don't know where. It's really hot in there. We need to get some fresh air. But he doesn't go to the front door. That's behind Stephen. He goes into the alcohol and storage, yeah. chair storage room. <laughs> yeah. go find Lisa's computer. But that's Stephen's bedroom. Don't go in there. <laughs> it's established kind of now. Yeah. And Stephen, of course, continues to be brilliant. Do you, you understand, understand what, what you're, you're doing? doing? You're going, going to destroy, destroy Johnny. Johnny. He's, He's very, very sensitive. sensitive. <laughs> Lisa says, I don't care. I'm I'm in in love love with Mark. Mark. And then this is probably Greg Ellery's best delivery. He says, how How can can you do do this? this? You make make me me sick. sick. (laughs) (sighs) Then Michelle finally jumps in. (laughs) She comes in the door with Johnny. Johnny is very observant. It's a much better detective. Thank, thank you, honey. This, this is a beautiful, beautiful party. party. You invited, invited all, all my, my friends. friends. Good thinking. thinking. You know, it is. For me, this is one of the pinnacle moments of um, that Room is almost like a badly dubbed martial arts film, especially in this moment. Yeah, his, his mouth's out of sync, yeah. I don't know what he was saying, but yeah, his mouth doesn't go with what he said. <laughs> exactly. It's got nothing to do with what he actually said. And uh, Lisa says, you're, you're welcome, welcome, darling. darling. You know, you know how, how much, much I, I love, love you. you. And Stephen, his reaction is acting like gold right there. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, say what? <laughs> uh, Johnny says, I, I do. do. <laughs> and laughs. Ha ha ha. But uh, the, it's, again, clearly something that was ADR'd in. Yeah. It doesn't go with his mouth. And it's, at this point, I'm wondering why Michelle's in this scene, because all she's said is, hey. And it's, I, I, oh, it's, it's going weird places. And then Lisa says, you yeah, know, it's, it's getting, getting really hot really in here. Why don't, here. We, Why don't we go, don't we go back, back outside? outside? Which is, it's been, what, a minute and a half since she suggested they go outside in the first place. She never uh, left. 
Everything's right. And she never left. And Johnny says, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I, I, this is where I put in my notes the thing about, I think it's nice that Steven shows up in this scene for the first time because he gives Johnny someone to be suspicious about, sort of. Or, uh, I mean, well, we know who she's sleeping with. Tommy just caught Steven and, and Lisa together because Mark's mysteriously gone. I think he suspects Steven now. He's going to kick him out of their storage room. Oh, parties, spiders. Notes from a midnight screening. Notes from a midnight screening. We get Peter 2.0 from the audience. Everyone says leave your stupid, stupid comments, comments, comments in your pocket. In your pocket. And he's, he's very, very sensitive. Because these are important lines that everyone needs to know and remember. I feel honored that I got to be on the episode where that line is said. <laughs> And uh, then the audience, of course, turns against Lisa and she says, I don't, I don't care. care. I'm in love with Mark. Mark. Everyone calls her a bitch. Because you gotta hate Lisa. We don't. You know, here here at the room minute, we think Lisa's great and this movie should have been from her perspective. Absolutely. Maybe. Or Denny's, we don't know. And when she says, so why, why don't we, we go, go back, back outside? outside? It's like, you were never outside. A sort of link to that. Over in the UK, in Edinburgh, there's a thing called the Edinburgh Fringe, mm-hmm. and there was a midnight performance of The Room musical. Oh no. And there was a sort of a running joke where anytime someone at The Room, they would have this quick little jingle of, they go outside! <laughs> I only just hearing about The Room musical. It's, uh, Is it it's not a way? real, like a bit, it was never a huge not- thing. It's a little tiny. Yeah, but it's all... And this one, online? this one wasn't related to the one that's sort of more popularly known among among room fans. But it was it was a good. It was really really fun. And funny. <laughs> I think my friends and I we were sat in the front row and we sort of deliberately winding up the guy who played Denny a little bit because every time he would come on stage, we would all go, oh, "Hi, Denny." <laughs> and you go, "Oh, hi!" And then it got to the point where he just shouted, "Oh, hello!" <laughs> You should do that in the movie. Well done. Just finally, at the end of the movie, just get fed up with everyone saying hi. Yeah. If you're cheating, do not just that everyone leaves the room and then just crap you and the person you're cheating with there. Especially if you're significant other <laughs> there. I mean, don't cheat. Right, there's that. That's a good mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, don't be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and don't invite Steven over. Don't cheat. Yeah, <laughs> don't invite Steven over. But if you have a Steven, check the cabinet. <laughs> He's behind Denny. It's going to make the listeners very yeah. uneasy. It's like, there could be a Steven in your house right yeah, now. Yeah, you never know. Oh, check under the bed. <laughs> check the booze cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Check your chair and alcohol That's storage. Right. <laughs> Everyone has a chair and alcohol storage. Everyone should. And I guess you need someone yeah. in there to keep everything in order. So a Steven is good, but you don't want him at your birthday party. Or your future husband's birthday party. Hmm. But it is Friday. It's Friday, Friday. I know it. It all sounds like some bad movie. It's time for Bad Movie of the Week, which I hadn't seen the one you suggested, Ollie, so uh, that was cool. You could tell us about it, though. You brought it. I chose uh, Knock Knock purely for the fact that it is a very bad film. But weirdly, the more I thought about it, there are definite sort of links 
the room, it's basically where Keanu Reeves is portrayed to be the nicest guy possible. <laughs> and these two girls show up at his very swanky apartment middle of nowhere and they basically say oh you know our car broke down and nowhere to go and he invites them in and then they hop in the shower and they immediately sort of try and seduce him and he feigns this whole oh no but i'm a good husband i'm a good dad no <laughs> stop what are you doing but then he jumps it's not gets on them pretty quickly yes the guy we're meant to be sort of sympathizing with and then they kind of mentally torture him and say that unless they have sex with him they'll film they'll film it and then send it to his wife and stuff and they're underage and it's basically a series of just tasteless like how 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 many times can we step over the line yeah kind of thing. I, I felt like it was the first thing wrong with it is it was way too long it felt like it could have been a really good short film. Mm, yeah. Apparently as well, it is a remake of a film called yeah, Death, Game. Death Game from 1977. Which one of the stars of that, Colleen Camp, is his friend who comes by and catches him at the yeah. door with one of the yeah. girls. So she's in this one too. And it is, I said on Facebook last night as I was watching it, I think Keanu Reeves lost a bet because there's no reason he should be in this movie. Oh, it just made John Wick before uh, this, I you know. It's, uh, yeah. And it's filming in Chile. I think for me as and well. It's uh, like, why? Yeah. Uh, it's I was different than the bad movies that we usually talk about because it's higher budget. Oh yeah. Mm. Like usually the movies that we talk about are low budget bad acts, but this one was pretty high budget. I feel like it, whatever budget it had, I didn't look up the amount it spent on a having Keanu Reeves be in it. And be a lot of props that they could ruin by the end of the movie. Because otherwise, there's not much value to what's on screen, like, money-wise. Maybe they rented the house. I don't know. I honestly, like, was waiting for the girls. I don't know. Because that's my idea of what a scary movie is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, like, a scary movie, I guess. But um, just in the sense the girls are so manipulative. But I was sitting there the whole time, like, oh, my God. When are their eyes going to turn red? (laughs) (laughs) Reading it. (laughs) <laughs> no, they're they're just girls, it, which is another way it fits with the room is that the females are just you know inherently evil. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. oh, he was a nice guy. He was forced into it, mm-hmm. etc. I think for me, it kind of I sort of started out being so disappointed with it because I, I'd say, was a huge fan of Eli Roth. Yeah, and it got to a point though where the wave of how terrible it was just hit a beautiful peak. That was with Keanu Reeves's meltdown when they're trying to um, play the music really loudly in his ears. It's a free pizza. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm gonna go death. Yeah. And then death. the whole it's a free pizza. Death. <laughs> you fuck me. You're gonna kill me. You're gonna fucking kill me. Why? Why? Because I fucked you. You fucked me. You fucked me. You came to my house. You came to me. I got you a car. I brought you your clothes. You took a fucking bubble bath. You wanted it. You wanted it. You came out to me. What was I supposed to do? You sucked my cock. You both fucking sucked my cock. It was free pizza. Free fucking pizza. It just shows up at my fucking door. What am I supposed to do? We're flight attendants. Come on. Fuck us. No one will know. Come on, fuck us. 
Oh, two sums, three sums, it doesn't matter. Starfish, husbands, you don't give a fuck, you'll just fuck anything, you'll just fuck anything. Well, you lied to me, I'm trying to help you. I let you in, I was a good guy, I'm a good father. And you just fucking fucked me? What, now you're gonna kill me? You're gonna kill me, why? Why, you just fucked me? What the fuck? Fuck! Fuck! This is fucking insane! I was, I will, it was one of my favorite cinema experiences ever because it was in the smallest <laughs> screen in my multiplex. And every, you could tell that people were just a bit fed up with the film at this point. But it got to that point, and I am not kidding when I say everyone was in pain. They were laughing so much. And when he finished, like, genuinely, everyone sort of did a round of applause. <laughs> It was this trying to be like his Oscar moment where he made this bold speech. It was. Uh, I, I hope I hope he wasn't taking it beautiful. seriously in that moment because he missed. Oh, it, it it feels. I only realized it was a remake after I'd watched it. It feels more like Eli Roth was making some sort of weird like fantasy he had once about mm-hmm. girls showing up at his house mm-hmm. and. It wasn't even the sex scene that I thought felt was the dirtiest part. It was when they're like walking around, stepping on little model buildings, acting like monsters. I'm like, There's something weirdly fetishistic yeah. about this. <laughs> it's very specific. Like, yeah, someone's got a problem. Uh, I'm glad I saw it because, uh, yeah, it's it's worth referencing <laughs> in other contexts. Absolutely, and, and it's one that you tell all your friends like it's terrible, but you've got to see it. Yeah, <laughs> leave it. Oh. Yeah, it goes it goes on a bit long, but it's it's it no it gets ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The more it goes, the worse it gets. Absolutely, and that's a good way. That's a good way for a bad movie to go. Now, looking back on it, it, it it's a perfect comparison to the room. <laughs> Not meant to laugh when right. Johnny shoots right, himself at the end, but it is meant to be taken seriously. But you cannot take it seriously. It's a good one. Yeah, definitely belongs on the list. It was interesting to watch for sure. Yeah. Uh, then one more time, where can the listeners hear more from you, Ali? You can listen to me on at Sitcand, which is a podcast I do with two of my best friends. Well, one of them is my girlfriend. And um, we review sitcoms episode by episode. We are doing Friends at the minute, but we're going to be moving on to others fairly soon. And my own podcast is All Things Dark and Distasteful, which is where I have a different guest every week and we pick something creepy, supernatural, serial killery to talk about. <laughs> There's nothing wrong when people make it fun of the project, in this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. Leave us!